Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of Island Spot Sports. And before we get to our guest today, we have a big shout out for, for Living Sisu. Living Sisu is a platform and app that wants to give you all the tools to have success in your sport. Their main objective is to activate your lifestyle. So for active, it's for active people. Enjoy discounts at, at companies like BioSteel, 30% off, BodyLogics, the Goalie Guild, all his books are discounted. Roan, Lululemon for men, 20% off. Online stretching programs with Eccentrics, one full month free. They got super silent massage guns, 20% off those. And it's a great quality. It's way less expensive than a Theragun. And it's a great, it's great quality. So there's so many more discounts that you guys will need to just become a member to see. So they want to provide you with anything you need for success. So come join the community. I'm a part of it. A bunch of other athletes are a part of it. So it's free to join. It takes 20 seconds to have to get exclusive offers to your sport. And it's definitely worth worth it. So do do us a huge favor and go sign up for Living Sisu's membership. It's free, 20, takes 20 seconds. So go do it and we'll see you there. Living Sisu is a great company. We uh, we know one of the co-founders, Zach Fricali. He's a great guy. He... Uh, He's the co-founder and he does a lot of live streams on Instagram at, uh, at Living Sisu and with a bunch of elite athletes. And you learn a lot from like the athlete's determination, the resiliency, everything to what me, made them become successful. So it's been a great experience so far. So go on. I'm going to leave uh, the link in the description. So uh, go sign up. Yo, welcome back to another episode of On Spot Sports. I'm Jack, and in today's episode, we are joined by a very special guest, current professional hockey player, Matt Register. Matt most recently played in the ECHO with the Allen Americans and just recently signed to play in the Elite Ice Hockey League for the Cardiff Devils this season. Matt has spent majority of his pro career in the ECHL slash old CHL, but also has 43 games in the American Hockey League between the Iowa Wild, Chicago Wolves, and the Hartford Wolfpack. Matt also played in the AJHL before making his pro debut with the Allen Americans of the Central Hockey League at the time in 2011-2012. So this is going to be a fantastic episode. So welcome to the show, Matt Register. Jack, thanks for having me on, man. Happy to be here. Yeah, no problem. It's, we've been playing this for a while now, but it's good to finally get you on and have both our schedules open up a little bit. So it's good to get you on. Yeah, no, absolutely. I was looking forward to it. Uh, I'm glad we were able to line something up here and uh, make something work for us. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, how have you been? Like, you're starting the season tomorrow in Cardiff. So, like, how's everything going then, like, the transition over there to overseas? Yeah, it's been good. Um, I mean, last year it was uh, it was a long year um, playing until the end of June. But, um, you know, a short turnaround for me, jumping the pond here and uh, – about a month later, heading over to Europe to play. But, um, you know, it's uh, it's been fun, not too much sitting around and kind of get back into action here tomorrow, which will which will be nice. And uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, um, not too big of an off-season guy, but, I, you know, I enjoy my time off. But uh, I'm happy to be back playing for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, how do you manage, like, going having, like, a short off-season like that? Like, you go from playing in the, in the coast to June. And then like a month later, you're overseas in Europe, starting, starting training camp and practices. Yeah. For me, it was, uh, kind of get home and, you know, maybe take a week or so off and then, uh, 
you know, back on the ice for me, um, you know, being an older guy now, um, a little less weight room time for me and a little more on ice, uh, and on ice skill sessions for me, um, nowadays. So, um, you know, it, it was nice to take a little bit of time off, but, uh, fun to, uh, get back on the ice with the boys and, uh, you know, have a little fun. I play in a, a summer hockey league in Minnesota called the beauty league. And, uh, you know, that's fun to get around the boys and, and see the guys a bit and have fun with some fans and interact with people. And, uh, keeps me in, uh, in game shape as well and, and, and fine tune. Um, but, uh, you know, it was, it felt like just yesterday I was still at home and finishing and heading back to Minnesota from Allen. But, uh, um, you know what, this is, uh, this is what I signed up for and, uh, I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah. That's awesome. Just like the time that you're getting to, to training camp and all that, and just the off season in general. And then, playing the beauty league, which is for beauties, obviously. <laughs> and like, but like, how, how is that just being, being with the guys and interacting with the fans and just staying in shape so you can start the season soon? Yeah, it's, it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, we get together, you know, we have a lot of laughs and we have fun, but uh, yeah, we stay competitive and uh, you know, it's, it, it's fun for the kids to come out and, you know, take pictures, sign autographs and, and kind of be with those people that really mean a lot to the game. And uh you know, we were all kids once as well and, and, and experiencing that with, uh, with older guys and, and growing up in the game of hockey. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a very awesome thing that uh, um, Minnesota and uh, the Beauty League and, uh, and uh, Ben Hankinson and Chris McAlpine and uh, Keith Ballard and some of those guys that uh, put a lot of time and effort into Minnesota and uh, make that happen uh, around the community. So, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, it's a lot of fun, you know, just going out there, having fun and not a worry in the world and, and just kind of putting a smile on a lot of kids' faces. Yeah, absolutely. It help, helps grow the game in Minnesota and all around the world. Like you always see those Instagram posts of the Beauty League and it doesn't even have to be the Beauty League's Instagram. It's like everywhere and like it's just growing the game all together, which is great for the game of hockey. Yeah, no, it's incredible. I mean, you know, you get the beauty league, but yet they're tagging like all the guys NHL clubs and, and then they're reposting it and it's, it's kind of out there and people see it, you know, one person sees it, next person sees it. And, you know, then you got people streaming and tuning in from all over the world, watching this stuff. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, that's what it's about, you know, just kind of doing it for the fans and people and, and, uh, and, uh, kind of give it back. So, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a great cause to come in and uh, live action. I think, you know, you come in and pay 10, 15 bucks and our logo is to charity too. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's all for a great cause and, and it's a good uh, fun uh, thing to do in the summer to keep active and, and keep in game format. Yeah. Unreal experiences and goes to even, even a better charity and event. Like that's all, it's all it comes down to and just, it's for you're playing just because of that and just for the growing the game part of the part of that aspect and just staying in game shape yeah absolutely I mean those kids will remember it forever you know and uh the people they get to meet and and, and talk to and you know take pictures and then you know when they grow up and you know want to get to that level and play at that level it's uh they'll remember where it all started so yeah, absolutely. So I want to go into last season a little bit here. You were in Allen. You played 52 games, I believe it was, and then you guys played yep. playoffs as well in the in the Kelly Cup playoffs. Like, well, what was last year like in Allen and just 
having the team bond together and just go on a on a really good run in the in the Kelly Cup. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was unique for sure. You know, coming off of COVID and you know pandemic and you know all the seasons getting canceled in in March and um, you know not starting up till December again was um, it was a weird year for sure. But um, you know it was it was nice to get back and see all the guys in December and um, you know play and it, it a lot of teams opted out too, which made it even more competitive. And, um, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun just playing again. I mean, you know, that, you know, sitting at home for a while and you're not doing anything and, you know, you're trying to stay in shape and you don't know when you're going to skate and what you're going to do. And, um, you know, when I got the call where Iowa said, Hey, we're not starting for a little bit. Why don't you come down and play in, in Allen, Texas? And I was like, yeah, no, absolutely. There was no hesitation on my end. So you know, immediately headed down there and uh, we had about a two week training camp, uh, you know, playing exhibition games was kind of out of the question to begin with due to, you know, still COVID going on. But, uh, you know, once things started, got rolling and in a groove, it was uh, it was great. I mean, we had a little adversity with obviously guys have going down with COVID and, you know, having to look after their health first. But, uh, you know, we, we we ended up making it through and, um, you know, it was another year went by and um it was a lot of fun I mean we had a good group of guys we had a great tight fun atmosphere in that locker room and you know it was tough to come up short but um you know at the end of the day it was we were still playing and we were grateful to play and uh we were able to get some fans in our building and um kind of do it for them again and and let them enjoy and get out so but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's getting back in that locker room with all your brothers and, and, uh, and making new friendships and meet new people. And, uh, you know, we, it, was, it, it was a great year. It was fun to get back after, you know, everything that happened in the world. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, you know with COVID and, and taking care of your health was the main priority. But um, it was nice to get back to play. And, um, you know, coming up short sucks. But you know, at the end of the day, it was, it was a lot of fun to get back on that ice. Yeah, for sure. Anytime you can get back on the ice and get back with the boys, like those are, those are the best memories. And just, you, you take those memories and they last a lifetime, especially when you guys are playing good and winning, even if you're struggling, like you take those moments, even though you don't want, you don't want to lose games, but like you take those for, as a learning experience and just helping the, helping the team get through it. And then you guys go on a playoff run where I may believe I'm pretty sure you made it to the third round against Fort Wayne, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, How I was mean, that and like the grind of that, of all, all three rounds that you guys made it through. Yeah. I mean, you, you kind of feed off each other and um, you know, come June, I mean, it was a little bit longer of a season, obviously um, playoffs starting later and, you know, you feed off one another's energy and um, you know, I, there, there, there was a time where, you know, guys were, they were tired. They were maybe would have been checked out, but you know what? That's when we kind of all come together and uh, and uh, you know have fun in that playoff run. I mean, it's it's uh, you know it's not everybody's making the playoffs. It's hard to win a championship. So um, at the end of the day, I mean, we we had a lot of fun with it. We rolled with it. We came up short, but um, at the end of the day, I think you know that's when you you come closer as a group. And and um, um, you know what? After 
you know, we come up short like that against Fort Wayne, you just look around the locker room, you see guys' faces and how much they care and, and um, how much it means to them. It's just, uh, you know, not just winning, but, you know, being in that locker room in a situation like that happens, you know, it's a, it's, it's a different feeling. It's a unique feeling. And, and, but you come together and you're, you're, you're just, your group is one and um, you know what, you can't win every year, but you know what, those friendships and those people that uh, you spend eight months with uh, it's going to last forever. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's uh, you know, you come up short, but you wouldn't trade those memories for anything. Yeah, absolutely. And you learn, you learn things through those, through those years. So like what was, what were some of the biggest things that you learned throughout the season, just playing through like the COVID year and just making it all the way up to the third round in the playoffs? You know what? I just, uh, you know, looking back and uh, having a lot of teams opt out, there wasn't a lot of jobs this year. And, uh, you know, it, it made me not take hockey for granted. And, um, you know, you got to show up every day and, and you got to put your work boots on and, uh, and, and go to work because there's somebody else sitting at home waiting for that opportunity. And, um, you know, at, at the end of the day for us, it was, uh, you know, it was about winning a championship. We didn't reach that end goal, but, um, you know what it was it playing again was just the most important thing you know getting back on the ice getting in the groove and um just kind of coming together so but you know at the end of the day I mean you, you you got people sitting at home last year waiting for a job you know there's a lot of good hockey players that didn't play last year due to COVID and uh um you know what that just it made me really not take hockey for granted and and want to come out and be my best every day yeah, absolutely. That's what you got to do. You got to come out and be your best. And because at, at any time, like you can, a team could release you and sign someone else like that. And just, it's a business there and you just can't take that for granted. No, absolutely. I mean, it's just, you know, everybody knows the East Coast is a grind and, um, you know, those contracts are essentially day to day. And, um, you know, there's always teams looking to make their team better and, and the coaching staff and general managers always want to, you know, make their team better. And the end goal is to win a championship. And uh, if you don't do that, it's uh, you come up short and you're not satisfied. So um, everybody's always looking to make their team better every year and, and, and how they can do that. And uh, um, it's a business, right? It's not personal. It's a business. So if you're not showing up and performing, then you know what, there's somebody else that'll, that'll come in and, and, and want to take that job from you. Yeah, exactly. So going on to Alan still a little bit here, like throughout the season, like you got called up to Iowa Wild, you played two games in the American League. So like, what was it like getting called up back to Iowa, especially after you played the following season for a, for a bunch of games that season? So like, how how was it going back to Iowa and getting up, getting to play some games there? Yeah, it was it was a blast. I mean. A lot of guys uh, were back there the, from the previous year when I played with them full time. And uh, um, it was fun to see those guys' faces and, and kind of catch up with them. And um, uh, the American League this year, it was, uh, it was different for sure, you know, being cut short. I think it was 35 games or 30, 32 games, something like that. But, um, you know, all the rules and speculations up there this year, it was, uh, it was a tough year for sure. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, getting back up there and seeing some of those guys and those friendships I built the year before and, um, you know, just kind of seeing their their face and what their attitude was, you know, a year after sitting at home for uh, eight months or seven months, whatever it was. But, uh, 
you know, it's, it's always nice going back up to American hockey league and seeing those guys and, and getting on the ice with them and, and, uh, and, and going to work with them and going to battle with them, you know, cause you know, at the end of the day, it's the, it's the road to the national hockey league. And, you know, you got to get up there and work hard and, and, and play your best. And, you know, if, if you're not doing that, like I said, there's other guys that are willing to do it day in and day out. So, um, you know, it, it was great to go back to up to Iowa for a little bit and see all the guys and get back to work with them a little bit, uh, after, a uh, a very unusual year and, uh, a lot of time off. So, um, you know, it's a lot of up and down this year, but, um, you know, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And just going up to the next level, like whether it be one game or like 50 games, like even if you get to play a game, like it's, that's all that matters. And like, you take those, you take those in stride and just try to make yourself better each and every day to get yourself to the next level, which is the NHL after that. And just, working keep just keep working and just keep grinding through because it's it's gonna be worth it at the end you don't want to have any regrets at the end of your career no absolutely I mean uh like you said you got to take those in stride and and uh every chance you get to put a uniform on the American Hockey League and show what you can do is uh it, there's a lot of pride in that and um you know that's uh, something I did and it was a personal goal for me to play in the American Hockey League full-time which I was able to do and um you know, it's, it's a stepping stone, right? I mean, you got to be able to play in that league and be able to excel and play in the NHL. And, uh, you know what that league is, uh, first rounders guys who play in the national hockey league. And it's just, you know, it's an, it's an excellent, excellent hockey league. And, um, there's so many good players nowadays and, you know, even kind of being an older guy playing in that league, it's a lot of fun watching those 20 year old kids and 18, 19 year olds come out and play and, and show what they have it's uh it puts a smile on my face to be honest you know it's it's a lot of fun watching these kids and just you know sitting back and being like oh man this guy's going to be a player you know it's so um for me I was able to play and and, and do it and and uh kind of sit back and see some of that talent that young talent's going to play in the NHL and uh you know what that's uh that puts a smile on my face and and it satisfies me and and uh uh, at the end of the day, it's just uh, I'm happy I was able to do it. Yeah, that's all. That's awesome. Like you, the experience you learn from that, and just seeing these guys that are coming up from from college juniors, eighteen, nineteen, like and like the skill they bring and the speed of the game because it keeps getting faster and faster every year. So, like just learning from them and just being able to see it for yourself firsthand, like must be an incredible experience. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these kids nowadays they they skate around the ice so fast and their, their hands are, can keep up their feet. And it's just, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun to watch these guys play and, and do what they do. And uh, just knowing that they're going to play in the NHL and, and kind of being at that level with them as well as, you know, it's a lot of fun and it's, it's, you kind of just sit back and you're like, wow, these, you know, the hockey nowadays and, and how, how much it's changed and the pace of play, it's just, it's incredible. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm really thankful to be a part of it. You know, I still be able to play and, and kind of watch a lot of these kids too, as they, you know, first, second, third year pro players that kind of um, excel every year and, and get better and better. It's, it's just, it's loads of fun and, and you can't really ask for anything more. Yeah, that's unreal. So I want to go back to your, your, the beginning of your pro career. So you play for, 
in the Chinook Hockey League for the Sylvan Lake Admirals, where you played in 17 games, racking up six goals and 18 assists for 24 points. Like, what was it playing in the Chinook Hockey League and then putting up good numbers before heading into the Central Hockey League? Yeah, so I was actually, I came out of junior and uh, I got a full ride to play at the University of Alabama, Huntsville, and that kind of fell through. So um signed my U.S. letter of intent. And, um, you know, when it fell through, I had to, uh, it was kind of too late to go to another school. So I redshirted while I was going to a Canadian college. So while I was redshirting, I was playing in a, like a senior AAA hockey league with a lot of ex-pros and stuff in, in Canada. And, um, you know, I was playing in that. So I was going to school and getting my degree and, um, you know, talking to a lot of older guys and, a lot of mentors I had at that time were like, well, you know, you're, you're a good hockey player. Why don't you take it to the, you know, to the pro level while you can, while you're a young guy. So, uh, you know, I played a little bit of time and I was, why I was red shirting and going to school, I was kind of like, well, you know, what should I do? So, um, ended up making that transition to play pro and, uh, kept doing my school online while I started to play pro and, and, uh, you know, got a, got a nice feel for the game when I first started playing in the Central Hockey League there with Allen. But, uh, you know, I was, uh, once I made that pro jump, I was really questioning a lot of things, you know, whether I, if I was good enough to play, if I'm able to play here and, and what I can contribute. And, um, you know, I ended up finding my way, you know, all the way to the American Hockey League. So, um, you know, it was, uh, it was a big test for me when I was first starting to make some decisions, you know, going to school, do I leave school? What do I do? And, um, you know, it was, uh, there was a lot of ups and downs to, to start, but, uh, you know, I, I, at the end of the day, I made the right decision for sure. And I got no regrets on that. Yeah. So how do you overcome those, those downs? Like there's always going to be ups and downs throughout the ways. Like, how do you come, come get over those obstacles and just be able to just push yourself even further when you are like testing yourself and like asking yourself those questions, if you're good enough, like what did you do to help yourself stay confident, stay with the game? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, when I first started playing at the pro level, I was, uh, you know, I didn't really have a role. I didn't know uh, what to expect and where I fit in. And, um, you know, I bounced around a little bit there and I was trying to find my way. And, you know, I had a lot of people tell me, Hey, you're, you know, I don't think this is for you. You can't do it. You can't play. And, um, you know, I had, uh, I had my family and my mom and dad that just kind of told me to stick with it. And, uh, you know, it'll come, you'll find your way. And, um, you know, a couple of times there, I got released, picked up, released, picked up by a few teams. And then, um, finally found my way to, uh, uh, the Ontario rain, the East coast hockey league, where they kind of just said, Hey, uh, you know, I, I, we believe in you. We know what kind of player you are. Just kind of let me do my thing. And, uh, you know, came in with some confidence and, and, uh, wasn't worried about making mistakes and, and what was going to happen. And I just came in and just kind of played my game and did me. And, um, you know, I, I, I came in, had a lot of success that first year. I came in to Ontario, played, I don't know, 16 games plus playoffs or whatever it was, and um, kind of found my way a little bit, lots of confidence, and, you know, went into summer and was like, well, this, you know, this this might be for me. I might be able to play. I might be able to do this. And, you know, Ontario was no hesitation to, to bring me back and came back the next year and, 
you know, put the work in the off season on the ice in the gym and came back better and stronger and, and faster. And um, once again, they were just, Hey, you know, do your thing, play your game. And, and uh, just kind of stuck with it and found my way throughout, uh, throughout my career. You know, it was uh, um, obviously a lot of ups and downs, but uh, you know, I just stuck with it and, and, I, I just played and believed in myself and, and just kind of found my way to the American hockey league, which is uh, a pretty incredible experience for me and uh, kind of unique as well, you know? Um, so it, it, you know, it's just, it, it's just about believing in yourself and, and, and finding your way and, and, and knowing you have those skills and what it takes to, to play the game. And also it just, you know, one opportunity, one bounce your way. And, and, and it's a whole new, it's a whole new adventure for you. And it's a whole new, um, I guess, different game and atmosphere. And, and uh, at the end of the day, it was just, I, I took it in stride and had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. I like how you said, like trusting in yourself because like throughout the levels that I've been going through and like, just as I keep climbing up, like, believing in yourself and trusting yourself is huge because if you don't believe in yourself like you're not going to be able to do it but if you have that confidence that you're doing the right training doing the right things and that you believe in what you're doing and how it's going to help you like it definitely does like give you that confidence booster even if you have to like use that fake confidence and just like say you're confident even though when you're not just fake it a little bit but it still like helps you elevate your game and get you to like where you want to be and just it makes you makes you a better person and an athlete overall no absolutely you're bang on uh you know i mean this there's a lot of people in your lifetime that are going to are going to tell you you can't do this you should give up you should find something new and and you know it's kind of just sticking with yourself and believing in yourself you know and and you know at the end of the day if you don't try you know you'll you'll never know so um you know, that's kind of what I did and, and, you know, what it worked out for me in the end. And there's zero regrets on my, uh, my hockey path and, and, and the steps I've taken to uh, get to where I am today. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So in your second year pro, you went, you played for three different teams. You played for the Tulsa Oilers in the Central Hockey League, the Arizona Sundogs in the Central Hockey League. And then you got called up to the ECHL with the Ontario Reign. And so, like, what, what was all three of those teams like and just the experiences from going from the Central League to the East Coast? Yeah, I mean, going into Tulsa, um, I thought I was ready again to play pro after playing with Allen 22 games. And, um, you know, I go into Tulsa and, I, you know, I thought I was going to play a big role. And I come in and I, I actually thought I put up some decent numbers for – you know, how many games I played and, and, um, you know, at that time where it was, it was still a little bit, um, you know, I didn't really know what to expect in the central hockey league. And they were just came to me one day and was like, yeah, well, we're going to put you on waivers and, uh, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens in a week or, you know, a couple of days. And, uh, but we want to bring you back though, after, you know, we can try to maybe make some cap room or do whatever. And, um, you know, when they told me that I was sitting there kind of thinking to myself, well, if they're putting me on waivers, do they want me? What, what, what are we doing here? And, uh, you know, I had a couple of conversations with my dad and, you know, he was just like, well, you know what, like if they put you on waivers, I mean, I just, you know, maybe it's time to move on. So, um, ended up telling him, Hey, uh, you know, I, you know, we should just part ways and, 
you know, see what happens. And um, 24 hours later, Arizona picks me up, go to a new team, meet a lot of new faces again, you know, try to fit in. Um, you know, at the time, Central Hockey League, it's an older league, a lot of older guys, good skill, a lot of, you know, there's guys with NHL experience, AHL experience, and go to another team trying to fit in. Not really sure what my role is. And, you know, yet again, play a handful of games and same thing. Well, not sure where you're going to fit in here. You know, we're, we're going to put you on waivers. So, okay, well, you know, second time on waivers in a year, it definitely makes you think like, okay, what are, you, what are you doing here? You know, is this is this for you? Or are you good enough to play? It makes you question a lot of things for sure. And, uh, you know, 24 hours later, get a call from the East Coast League, Ontario Rain, Jason Christie, who is now uh, assistant coach in the National Hockey League, and calls me and says, hey, look for a D-man. You know, you want to come in and show me what you got? I said, call my dad. I go, hey, got this opportunity. He goes, well, where's Ontario? I said, Ontario, California. He goes, okay. Uh, all right, well, that's what you want to do. Do it. So I go uh, jump on a flight the next day, get out to Ontario and kind of get out there. And, you know, I start practicing first practice, second practice goes by and I really start to feel at home, really starting to feel comfortable. And they kind of just give me the opportunity and, you know, let me have full reign on kind of what I do best and uh, get the game action. And, you know, I excel right away, keep building and building. And, you know, by the end of the year, I'm, you know, I got a big smile on my face. I'm really happy with how everything turned around and, um, you know, just put all that negative energy, you know, aside and, and being on waivers, just kind of, um, you know, out of my head and, and just wanted to move on and um, got that confidence back and, and, and felt good about myself again. And, and, you know, I was thinking, well, I, yeah, I can do this. Let's, let's see what happens next year. And, um, then everything just kind of came together for me. Yeah. So you found, you found your stride in with Ontario and so like how special is Ontario to you since that's the, the team that gave you like the clean slate, the restart button to actually like help you find your game and like try, believe in yourself and have that confidence in yourself that you can play at the, at the professional level. Yeah. It's it, it, to me, I, I, I owe them a lot of credit um, to be honest, you know, letting me come in and, and just being me and uh um you know i ended up winning my first defenseman of the year in the east coast hockey league with ontario and um you know we didn't win the championship we always came short you know we came up short but um you know to me winning that best defenseman award in the in the echl that one year in, in ontario and and being voted first team all-star with them and in the league and you know it's it's I'll always look back at that and just, uh, I owe that organization and Jason Christie a lot of credit for sure. And, um, you know, it just, it just really made me feel at home and really made me love playing hockey again after bouncing around for a couple of years and just, you know, having a lot of people just tell me, no, no, you're not good enough. And, um, you know, at the end of the day for me, that's kind of where everything took off and, I owe them a lot of credit for sure. Just, you know, allowing me to come in and just, and just, just being me. Yeah, absolutely. So while you were in Ontario, you earned your first AHL call up to the Chicago Wolves in the American league. So like, what was that experience like in just getting your first call up and 
seeing everything go from where you were questioning yourself to going to having that confidence and getting an AHL call up and just being able to play six games with the Wolves? Yeah, so uh, it, it was actually I went to I went to the American League Hockey Camp, Chicago Wolves, the camp before uh, the East Coast League. And I actually made the team out of camp, but I didn't get in a game. So I actually made the team out of camp and, uh, you know, they signed me to a deal and, you know, I probably sat in the stands for maybe the first month and a half or so, um, you know, just watching and, 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 you know, watching some of these guys and, and to this day, I mean, my, uh, one of the guys that kind of took me under my wing is, uh, Brent Sopel and Chris Butler, who both played in the national hockey league and they're both really good friends of mine to this day. And, uh, you know, these guys took me under my wing, Colin Frazier, Stanley Cup champion. Um, uh, some of these guys, I, you know, I mean, making the team out of camp was special, but um, just being a part of that group and being with those guys and, and, and watching their work ethic every day and, and, and showing me what it has, what it takes to play in the NHL and, and why they were in the NHL was, it was awesome. I mean, it was just, it was, there are no words for it. And, um, you know, unfortunately I didn't get to play a game. I went back down the East coast and then, you know, got called up right around Christmas time. And, and, uh, those guys were still there and I get back and they go, Reg, Reg, what's up, Reggie? Like just, you know, just a brotherhood back in that room. And we're happy to have you back excited for you. And, um, I get back and I, I play my first AHL game and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on the blue line, Brett Sopel. And, um, you know, it was just, it, it was one to remember for sure. I mean, I, I, I told myself, you know, I end goals playing in the NHL, but you know what, I'll take playing in the American league any day of the week, you know? So, um, you know, if I would have said, Hey, a couple of years ago, Hey, I'm going to play in the American hockey league. And there would be a lot of people would be like, yeah, no, I just, that's, it's not even in the same ballpark as you, you know? So, um, so it was just, it was an awesome experience and, and, and one I'll remember for the rest of my life. And, um, you know, those friendships, I, I, I still talk to these guys on a daily basis that, you know, even though I was there for a short amount of time, they're still, um, buddies of mine that I, I talk to every day and still go to it for advice. So. Yeah, that's awesome. A great experience indeed. And just being, just learning from those guys like Sopel, Frazier and all those guys, like they're high quality players like that have played in the NHL. Like you take that any day of the week and you just learn from them and just, just watch how they play and watch how they act off the ice and just everything like that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you're a young kid going in and these guys playing the national hockey league and they're inviting you to dinners and, you know, hanging out and or going for a beer you know, whatever it is. And it's just, it's automatic. Yeah, I'm going, yeah, I'm going, you know, there's no hesitation and, um, you know, to, to, to just be around those kind of that presence and, and those kind of players, it's, uh, uh, it's one to remember for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So the next few seasons you bounce around the coast with the Atlanta Gladiators, Allen Americans, and then you land a spot for two seasons with the Colorado Eagles where you, won the Kelly Cup in 2017 and 2018, winning back-to-back -back Kelly Cups. So, like, what was it like being in Colorado with winning those back-to-back -back Kelly Cups? Yeah, it was uh, – I, I can't even describe it. Um, you know, I I come in that first year in Colorado, and, and uh, 
I still remember that phone call I have with uh, uh, Aaron Schneekloff and Chris Stewart. And, and they were like, Hey, uh, you know, Reg, like uh, love to bring you in, you know, we'll see. And I said, you know what, Schneeks, you, you, uh, you won't regret bringing me in. We're going to bring a championship to love them, Colorado. And, uh, and those were the words that I told him. And he goes, uh, calls me back a day later and goes, all right, we're going to bring you in. So, you know, I come in and, uh, and uh, just, uh, the group of guys there it's uh i had guys move on to play in the nhl from that group i had guys who played in the world juniors for for team usa um i've had guys on my team there too who not only did go on to play in the nhl but have played in the nhl and came back and played on that team so um it it was it was one of the best experiences of my pro career um coming in all year uh, Martin Lynn, owner of that team, just treated everybody first class. It was it, it was an organization made to win, and um, at the end of the day, we ended up winning a Kelly Cup, and and uh, I was able to, uh, I think, be the first and only defenseman to ever win a playoff MVP in that league. So, um, not a big deal. You know, it, it was uh, it, it was it was huge for me. You know, it was uh, it, I just uh, the, honestly, there's the I don't know how to describe it. It just means a lot to me, you know, at the end of the day. And I'm not, uh, I don't have that success without those guys in that locker room and that organization and those people I'm around personnel. And um, just oh, two years in Colorado, it was just, it was memorable. It was just, it was by far some of the best experiences I've ever had. And um and then location too. It's, a, it's just a beautiful location, just right outside Denver as well. It's just, and that's a first class organization that that put the time and effort and and money in and and to bring championships back to to that city. It was uh, it, it was one of a kind for sure. Yeah, that's incredible. So does any does the championships ever get old? Whether it was your first one or your second one, or is it all the same feeling? No, it's a it's. I, I was lucky enough to win three championships, been in the finals four times, but uh, it, it never gets old lifting that trophy at the end of the day. It's just it's seeing those the look on guys' faces and passing that trophy off to one another and, and partying and, and, and all staying around for another week or two and getting together and partying and having a great time. It's just I don't think that feeling will ever get old. You can ask anybody and at any level uh, who's won a championship. It's just it's the feeling and, and, and that moment, it'll last a lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. So then the following season, you go to the Toledo walleye where you put up another solid season and help the team make it all the way to the Kelly cup finals once again, but this time you guys fell short a little bit. So like, what was that season in, in Toledo? Like and just going all the way to the Kelly cup finals and just all the learning experiences from that year that you, that you learned. Yeah, it was, you know, being by, by the time I get to Toledo, I'm an, I'm an older guy now. Um, you know, I'm a veteran and, uh, you know, they, they, they relied on me heavily to, to, from what I bring in, you know, to their organization and, and that winning culture. And, uh, um, that was the expectation to win. And, uh, we, we didn't expect anything less and a lot of ups and downs that year as well. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I was a Western conference player when playing in Colorado, Ontario. And, uh, um, you know, I didn't really make a whole lot of trips to that Eastern conference to see like the Toledo walleye Fort Wayne's or, 
you know, Cincinnati's and, you know, those teams uh, on that side. So, you know, I go into Toledo. I wasn't really sure what to expect, but, um, you know, uh, the two years prior, I, I, I did make a trip out to Toledo to play them in the playoffs. And I just remember that building just being absolutely electric. Like it was just the first game we went in there to play and we lost. And I was like, Oh, we're, we're, we're in one here. We're in trouble. And, um, you know, but, um, you know, that's kind of the vibe I got when I, I went in there to play and I was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to remember this one, uh, if I ever needed a spot to play. So, um, get a call from Toledo and Hey Reg, you know, want you here want you to be the guy I said yep all right let's do it and uh come into Toledo and uh older group there older group there you know Pat Nagel play American League for Grand Rapids Shane Burschbacks and the AJ Jenkses and some of these guys who are uh go down the record books for sure in the ECHL so um you know we have an older group there and you know we ended up coming short in the finals but uh it uh you know, I, th those friendships as well. I mean, I still talk to these guys again to the day, every day. And, uh, um, you know what, it's, it's, you make it all that way to the finals and, and you come up short. It's, it's, it's a huge learning experience for guys not to take this, this league for granted. I mean, there's, it has come a long way. There's a lot of great hockey players in this league. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's just, you know, some of those experiences and, and, you know, that bonding that guys will remember, even if it's your first year pro or 10th year pro, you know, so it's, um, and even the coaching staff too, you know, that organization has always come up short and, you know, we were able to make it to the Kelly cup finals and, um, you know, I, you know, everybody wants to win, but you ask some of those guys and they wouldn't change it for the world that uh, the bonds we we've made together and the experiences we've, we've dealt with uh it's uh you know the game of hockey is just it's a lot of fun at the end of the day yeah absolutely and all the experiences you get to endure and you get to see like you you won't take any of that for granted you'll just go you'll just take it in into your heart into your into your mind and just keep those memories rolling like no matter what happens throughout throughout your entire life and you have a lot of memories to to save no, absolutely. I mean, you're riding the bus with these guys all night or whether it's a couple hours, you're on a sleeper bus with these guys and you're staying in hotels or flying and you're around everybody every day. And, um, you know, just the laughs and stories and, and, and being together, it's just, it's, it's just too much fun, you know? And, and then when it's over, you're just, you kind of think back and you're like, Oh, that went by quick. You know, I wish I was still playing and, um, you know, so that's why kind of just, you know, don't take anything for granted and, and enjoy the moment, enjoy the process as it comes. Yeah, exactly. So, Matt, I want to take you back to your junior days a little bit here to where it all started before your pro career started. So you played, you played in the Alberta Junior Hockey League for the Bonneville Pontiacs. Like, what was your experience playing juniors back to, back to your Pontiac days and everything that you learned from playing playing juniors and getting to that next level yeah so um bonneville it was a small town northern alberta and um it's uh it was a blast maybe about oh, seven thousand people at the time and oil 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 rig town and um 
I come into my first year in the league, obviously, and, you know, a bit of a, bit of a rude awakening. You know, I just, I come in and, you know, I, I'm just kind of, whoa, what's going on here? Like, this is, this is a good hockey league. You know, there's, I'm playing against, you know, 20 year olds. I'm 17, you know, I'm just, I'm playing against men here. Right. And, uh, um, I come into the league the first year and, uh, I kind of, uh, didn't have a whole lot of success to be honest. You know, it was, uh, it was tough. I had to put a lot of work into, uh, uh, really try to feel at home. And, uh, my first year, I think I put up two points and, uh, you know, not, not a really good look, not, a, not a good start, but, uh, you know, I come in the next year and, uh, I have a good off season. I come in and play and, and I think I put up, uh, I think I put up 30 points or whatever it was and it was a pretty big jump. And, you know, from the year before being kind of, you know, on the trading block and not really any teams wanting you on the trading block because you don't know what you have to offer yet, and where you fit in. So uh, it was kind of funny. And I, I look back now and I still would talk to the coach this day and he was like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. You were, you weren't great. And, you know, I didn't really know where you'd fit in and I was trying to trade you and nobody wanted you. So, um, I was like, Hey, you know what, that, you know, that's cool. I mean, Hey, you know, it happens. And, uh, uh, kind of figured it out. I mean, you, you, every year you get older, you get stronger, you get bigger. And, uh, you know, I come in the next year and start building a little confidence up and, um, you know, first year away, being away from home, obviously. And, you know, out of your comfort zone, you just, uh, takes a little bit to adjust and, um, you're living with a billet family and, you know, you're, it's a whole new experience for sure. And you're just, you know, you're just, you're not sure about it and, and whatnot. So, um, you know, obviously your goes by, you get more comfortable and, 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 you know, you, you know, the town people know you and, you know, you, I was able to live the same billet family for three years, which was, which made me feel right at home. It was like a second family to me. So um, every year I played in the Alberta Junior Hockey League, I just kind of got better and better. And my last year, defenseman of the year in the Alberta Junior Hockey League and uh, college offers and going on fly downs and whatnot and commit to a school. And, um, you know, I just, you know, 16, 17-year-old kid, you just, you don't know where it could take you. You don't know how it's going to work out. And, you know, at the end of the day, it, uh, you know, worked out for me. So, um, you know, playing in a small town, cool experience for sure. You know, um, you know, you get to hang out as a group, you know, kind of not a lot going on in town. So you get together at, you know, out of town in the bush or whatever, have drinks to beers, hang out, get together and, uh, kind of have fun that way. So, um, you know, it, it was, it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I had some WHL offers too, to play in the Western hockey league, but, uh, you know, I wanted to go to school and I, I, at those times where you're like, well, do I put, I have a job here in the Albert junior hockey league. Do I go play in WHL? What do I do? And, um, ended up turning that all down to playing the AJ for three years in a, in a very comfortable and successful organization. And, um, and then it led to just, just bigger things and, and, and better things and, and just kind of grew me as a person and, and, and grew me into kind of the man I am today. And, and, uh, looking back at that, it's just kind of where it all started. And I'm looking back at it now and it's, 
13 years ago, 14 years ago, when I started playing junior hockey and, um, you know, kind of funny when I'm telling guys, Hey, I played junior hockey in 06. And these guys I'm playing with right now are like, Oh, I was in grade three. And I'm just like, Oh my God, am I older? What's going on here? So, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's what you, you know, as a kid, you grow up and, and you want to play in the junior in the junior ranks and play pro hockey. And that's what I did. And, um, it's just, it's been a blast and I'll remember it forever. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Just looking back at those three years, you start as a 17 year old going up, going up against 20 year olds and you have to, you're playing against men's like, how do you adjust that junior hockey lifestyle, especially like since you have to mature a lot quicker than you would probably want. Yeah. I mean, uh, I had Mark Latestu played on my 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 team in, in in junior that ended up playing in the National Hockey League. A guy named John Kalinsky too ended up playing the National Hockey League Philadelphia Flyers. Um, you know, I had a lot of other guys who went on playing the American Hockey League and in Europe and stuff. And and, and um, you know, kind of coming in, you 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 look up to these guys and and uh, at the time they it, you know they it, they take you under their wing and they're you know anything you need and. You know, and, um, you know, it's a lot of fun to, to now say, hey, I played against those guys or in the pro ranks or, um, you know, I played with this guy. He took me under his wing, but now, hey, I'm playing against this guy, you know. So, um, you know, it, it was a huge adjustment for sure. And, and, and kind of learning that for me, um, you know, I've always been that guy, you know, I was always needed kind of somebody to, will help me out or take me under my wing, take me under their wing. And, and now that's kind of the role I play where, you know, being an older guy, you know, I'll do anything for a young guy. I'll help him out, you know, whatever he needs. And um, I'm always there. So, um, you know, it, it just kind of helped me develop those habits and, and just turn, turn me into just kind of not only a, a player on the ice, but just a, just a great guy off the ice to, you know, kind of give back or help out a teammate or, just kind of do whatever I can do to not only make our team successful, but, uh, you know, to, you know, I want to be a good person as well away from, away from the ice. So. Yeah, absolutely. So going, so throughout those three years, like what are some of your favorite junior hockey moments? So I, uh, good buddy of mine, uh, Lucas Isley, he's a local guy from Bonneville and we just, he, uh, being a local guy, he had a, his parents' house and he had a cabin right down the road. So he, he would always throw the big parties at the cabin and, you know, all the, all the girls would come and, you know, the team would get together and we would just, it, it, it was an absolute blast. I mean, just kind of getting together and him being right on the lake, we'd have these big parties and we're, we're 18 years old in Canada and playing junior hockey and kind of living the life and, not a worry in the world, you know? So, um, just for me, those memories, and I, I, I still talk to him to this day. He's a really good friend of mine and, you know, kind of getting together and, you know, you're away from home, you're partying, you're drinking beers and you're, you know, it's just, you're on the lake and, you know, he's got a hot tub, he's got a pool too. It's just like, it's just like these, just so much fun, you know, and, and, and not only besides the partying, but, the, the bond that I built with a built family and got to know and, um, and just kind of being, they, they had three kids themselves, my built family, and just kind of being a fourth kid in that family. And, um, it, it, 
it's so special. I mean, so special. I mean, those, those memories are just, you know, it still kind of brings, brings a tear to my eye today, you know, looking back at that, it was just like yesterday where I was, I was doing that stuff. So, um, you know, just, just too much fun. And it's just, it goes by quick, you know, so. Yeah. You were truly living that junior hockey lifestyle and just <laughs> having, making the most of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's just, it's a lot of fun. It's a great experience and, and I wouldn't change it for the world. Absolutely. So Matt, I have a few more questions for you before we wrap things up here. So do you have any tips for hockey players looking to get to that, to that next level? Yeah, I would just say that, uh, just kind of stick with it. I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's a grind, it's a battle, but, um, you know what, every day you, you can get better and, and, and there's something new you can learn on the ice, whether it's, uh, you know, skating, your individual skill, um, you know, there's something, there's always something to be learned. And uh, at the end of the day, I would just say not give up, you know, if it's something you truly want to do, just, you know, put your heart and soul into it and, and your dream will come true. Yeah, absolutely. So my next question for you is what's your favorite pump up song? Like you're trying to get a lift in like pregame warm. I was like, what are you listening to? Favorite pump up song? Oh man, let's see here. Uh, favorite pump up song. What do we have going last year in the room? Oof. I would say Whoopty is a pretty good like rap song. I, I like that one. Kind of gets you going. Um, oh man, let me just look at my playlist really quick here. Yeah. Let's, let's see what else I got here. See what else you're bumping. Yeah. What do we have for the? What do we have going last year? Uh, let's see here. Let me just scroll up to what we had going last year. We had, uh, our wind song last year was Dick down in Dallas. It was pretty funny. It was, uh, kind of the theme of being in Dallas and whenever we'd win, we'd throw that song on after, which was awesome. pretty funny, but, uh, uh, oh, let me see what else I got here. Yeah. Whoopty. Um, let's scroll up ritual by Tiesto and Jonas blue. Great, great jam. Um, Oh, there's another one here. Franchise Travis Scott banger. Yeah. So absolutely. we, 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 we kind of had a little bit of everything going last year. It was uh, not only last year, but you know, you kind of get a little bit of everything going, a little rap, a little dance, a little techno music. So, um, you know, you always get the one guy who's the DJ and kind of puts a playlist together with everybody's kind of one, two songs. So um, those are kind of my uh, my bangers going, you know, we'll get the bass going and, and let it fly. So, oh, yeah, got got to love that. No, no better feeling than listening to the song, whether you win or you're getting a pump in like that. Exactly. Better than nothing. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, exactly. So my final question for you is. First off, good luck next season in, or this season in Cardiff. And, like, what are some of the things you're looking forward to with the season coming up starting tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just looking to play again. Um, you know, I'm going to play against some of the best guys in the world here uh, coming up this year. And a lot of guys who play in the NHL and, and have experienced that. Now I get to um, play in a league called the Champions Hockey League here in Europe, which is all the best European teams. So, um you know, I'm just looking to get back out there and play and, and, and get back there and play against X competition with these guys who, 
um, you know, what are, are some of them are Olympic gold medalists. Some guys, you know, played in some of the best leagues in the world and it's just, it's going to be a huge test, but um, you know, it's going to be, it's a, it's, it's definitely a change for me for playing in North America for 10 years, but uh, I'm really excited for the opportunity. And then this next chapter here overseas. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So good luck with that. So Matt, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time. I want to wish you the best of luck going forward with your career and that I look forward to following your career the rest of the way. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, Jack. You know, it was a lot of fun getting to meet you and, and getting on here and talking some hockey and, uh, um, we'll definitely keep in touch. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I just appreciate you, uh, letting me come on here and kind of tell my story a bit. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. No problem.